Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This podcast is sponsored by Babydo, a dedicated pregnancy support brand providing only the best products with the biggest benefits for you and your baby. From birthing balls to pregnancy support belts, they help pregnant ladies relieve those dreaded aches and pains. Visit them today at www.babygo.uk and get a whole 10% off this Christmas using my code CLUELESS10 on checkout. I'm Nadia Essex. I'm best known for giving out dating advice to celebrities. And when it comes to dating relationships, I know my stuff. However, life has thrown me the ultimate curveball. I'm pregnant and I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Now, instead of dishing out the advice, darlings, I need your help. So whether you're a mum-to-be like me or already super mum of the year, we are all in this together. Welcome to the Clueless Mum Podcast. Welcome, darlings, to episode four. Can't believe we're here already. Um, Thank you for all your wonderful feedback for the last three episodes. I... I'm loving your feedback, so please keep coming on my Instagram and telling me all your topics and messaging me. I'm trying to get through all my messages as quick as possible, um, but most of the stuff I want to talk about is covered in all of my podcasts, so keep listening. This week, I am officially 25 weeks. Now, I don't actually know what that means, but I feel like that's like really good in terms of pregnancy. Um, and I just wanted to very quickly run through where I'm at at 25 weeks. Some of the symptoms, looking back over the past 25 weeks, at the journey that is pregnant life. So first things first, I want to talk about nipples. Darlings, my nips are ridiculous. So before I knew I was pregnant... I, one of the things that changed was my boobs obviously got extremely sore, but my nipples started growing and the sort of areola section got bigger and bigger and bigger. And as I've got more pregnant, they've continued to grow and they've continued to get darker and darker and darker. And now I mean, it looks like, I can't even think what to compare it to. My nipples look like frying pans. But you know the little ones you get that are like specific for one egg in Wilco's? They look like dark, massive frying pans. And there's actually more nipple than there is boob at the moment. I don't know if that's normal. I don't think it's abnormal. And I'm not worried about it, first and foremost. But I am hoping that this is a good sign for breastfeeding because if there's a lot of nip action, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of scope for the baby to latch onto. So but I don't know. Um, So if you've had changes in your nipples, please let me know. I mean, they've always been fairly big, but I mean, now they are they've sort of mutated into 
like I say, more nip than breast. Um, so that's that's been interesting in terms of body positivity, having to deal with the fact that your body is really changing aesthetically and not being freaked out about it. Um, I'm actually enjoying the size of my tummy. It's getting larger and larger and I actually kind of love it. I don't know, it's big and it's round and it's it's kind of cool. So I'm all for that. But the sort of boob area is a bit of a minefield, not going to lie. Next symptom that I've noticed, one of the biggest changes that I've noticed is discharge. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I apologise, but we've got to talk about this stuff. The amount of discharge that I have is can be quite overwhelming i'm told it's completely normal i'm told that it you know it happens there's a lot happening in your vaginal area so obviously discharge is something that would happen but i wasn't expecting it so if you are getting quite a lot of discharge then you're not alone darlings i'm right there with you and if you are worried that you know if it's like something you know your body and if it's worrying then obviously speak to your midwife or speak to your gp but it's a very disconcerting you know i'm 37 i've had a vagina for 37 years there's been lots of happenings down there in terms of if you've ever had bv or any of those type of symptoms then you'll know cystitis or anything like that it's it's i mean it's a lot to deal with um and so your first instinct is always when you get excess discharges to be like, oh, something's wrong. But apparently it's normal. So, you know, just keep some little pads or make sure you wash your knickers lots. One of the other crazy things that I've found over the past 25 weeks, I mean, obviously sickness. I talk about sickness a lot because I was incapacitated with my sickness. I had morning sickness ugh, and I say ugh because it wasn't morning sickness it was all day sickness from about well I didn't know I was pregnant until about nearly 10 weeks but I would probably say about six weeks all the way up until about 20 weeks I did go to the doctor and I was prescribed with anti-sickness tablets which changed my life I couldn't have survived without them. So if you are suffering from extreme sickness, I was bed bound. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't hold anything down. I was just a complete mess. And it really does affect your mental health at the same time because you feel so crap and you can't get out of bed and you feel like, you just feel like crap. So do definitely go and speak to your GP if you're feeling the same. But at about 20 weeks, I stopped taking my anti-sickness tablets and started feeling a little bit better. Then after my sickness went, my carpal tunnel syndrome came on my wrists. So I have carpal tunnel on both wrists, which basically feels like trapped nerves. So I'm now wearing splints almost, well, probably for 20 of the 24 hours of the day. If you start to get any sort of wrist pain, go and buy some wrist splints. Even I, I think I just got mine from Amazon. They were like seven quid and I started off sleeping in them, which made a difference. And now I wear them all the time. It really does make a difference because you can't take any Voltarol or deep heat or anything like that. So get yourself some splints. I 
had lower back pain I've been getting a bit of lower back pain which I always you feel like an old decrepit woman and last week if you follow my Instagram I actually cried (laughs) I had a bit of a down day and I was feeling a bit crappy and I came home and I live up two flights of stairs and I'd walked up the stairs and I was so out of breath that I thought I was going to have a heart attack and I cried because everything ached everything hurt and I felt really old and decrepit and I was really really worried that my body wasn't capable of growing and most importantly giving birth to this child because if I'm out of breath and in pain and aching and eking and and wrists are hurting and now my ankles are hurting and my lower back's hurting how on earth am I going to get through birth and labor luckily my wonderful Instagram family sent me loads of positive messages and was like, listen, hun, you're good. It's fine. Totally normal to feel that way. Your body is phenomenal and you can do it. And it really did help me because, you know, I'm still, believe it or not, still a normal human being. And I have down days just the same as everybody else. And that was a particular down day that I was just down on myself. Um, So if you're feeling a little bit down and you're listening to this right now, know that, one, you're not alone. I hear you, sister. We are all in this together. And two, even though you may feel doubtful that you can't do it, that your body can't do it, that you're not fit enough to do it, you're not strong enough to do it, and you're not mentally strong enough to do it, you absolutely are. You know, we have, as humans, been doing this for hundreds of thousands of years. So you you got this, ladies. We can do this. And... I feel better, I feel confident and I'm moving forward as one does because you've got no choice when the baby's baking in the oven but if I can do it, you can do it so, you know, be kind to yourself don't be mean about yourself, you're amazing and we're all going to give birth hopefully to happy, healthy, wonderful babies Now this is a very special episode because if you have been paying attention, darlings you will know that Prior to my gender reveal, three psychics told me I was having a boy. One of those psychics was the amazing celebrity psychic and medium Chris Riley. He actually came to my house the day of my gender reveal and gave me a reading. And you guys are about to listen to it. So enjoy. As we spoke about before we started recording, my gender reveal. Ugh. Do we are you picking up any information from anybody about what potentially it could be or any messages of anything about going forward because <laughs> i'm really scared don't be scared do you know what um pregnancy for me isn't something that i would always ask about if if i sense pregnancy then i would say to you um i I feel generally with you that the last six weeks has been very sort of, there's just some turmoil. Like I think it's something that you found quite hard to come to terms with. And you are a very bubbly, outgoing, fun person who hides her emotions very, very well. (laughs) Like I think people around you have got no idea how you feel. Yeah. You know? 
Um, I'm trying to get better at communicating, though, I must admit. I am trying to get better at it, um, but it is difficult. Oh, yeah. I think used to... It's hard for it's hard for us all, but I've, I just feel that you've you've also um, you don't have to tell me if it, you know detail about this, but I just feel there's been a man who has like cut you off and disappeared, um, and it's not like it's not like you're trying to force someone to speak to you, but you know sometimes you want to try and understand why, mm-hmm. like why people do certain things and why someone would promise you the world and then just completely disappear and vanish and just I don't know I mean I know we have all different ways of dealing with things as people but I just sense that there's the man who's just completely disappeared Mm. and I do feel that with um with regards to family life for you um it's been very very rocky and I do feel there's a link towards Romford um somewhere and I don't know what your relationship is like with your with your mum, but I want to kind of go towards like mum and um, just just difficulties on that side of the family, really, that I feel you stay out of, mm. you know? Um, yeah, we have, I always say, especially when it comes under Christmas, that I have a very large and very dysfunctional family. <laughs> That's pretty much our tagline but i do feel like you've just got a lot of people around you who are very jealous really yeah do you yeah oh i mean when it, i was just there's lots to be jealous for darling so i'm not surprised <laughs> no there really isn't um wow oh that's so interesting because it's been really i think as well for me the pregnancy has completely highlighted my friends mm and my acquaintances. Yeah. And the division between the two. Yeah. Um, because there's been a lot of people that have wished me well and and been like, oh, let's meet for coffee and that sort of jazz. That for one reason or another, it just hasn't transpired. Yeah. I haven't made the effort. They haven't tried yeah. to remake the effort. Yeah. And so I know that they're kind of on the acquaintance side more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously my friends that, you know, I, I've, I spend a lot more time with and and they're there for you yeah Mm. but it's interesting because it is one of those things isn't it where I suppose isn't it funny how people can be jealous um over you know well someone like little old me Mm. you know Mm. but but I think do you is it people that's actually Directly in my life, or is it people sort yeah. of on the outside looking in? No, I think it's people in your life. Wow. Mm, I think some of it's family. Really? Mm. Mm. And I think when you did Celebs Go Dating, I don't know what you was doing before that, but I think that was a big thing for you. Um, and that was one of the, 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 you know, one of the most really significant things in your career so far. And I think it turns some people's heads, but I think it's just because of jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like now you've really owned it, you know, like you've completely owned what you can do and you're not gonna stand for um anyone that's gonna 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 put you down and um and I feel just feel there that you've really kind of just know you can only rely on yourself. I mean Hello Life Lesson of two thousand nineteen. Literally. And Mm. I I'm kind of not struggling with it because that's not the right word, but but I'm dealing with that at the moment because there is a 
there's an empowerment to that statement that makes me feel really powerful and really good about myself. And there's also a sadness because I think all of us kind of want support. And there's a sadness that, you know, it's all on my shoulders. It's all me. And so I'm trying to um, keep to the positive side, the empowering side that, yes, you know, it's, it is all on me and that actually is a good thing and that's a positive thing and that's something that's empowering. Oh, yeah. Not the other side of me that's, that sort of sit there and thinks, oh, gosh, you know, it would be so... And it would be nice. It would be nice to meet a, a partner that took some of the sort of weight off my shoulders and mm-hmm. took some of the... You know, took the edge off a little bit yeah. and um, I could offload... Yeah. Um not that that's what partners are there for, so please don't do that to your partner because it probably won't last very long. Um, but just somebody that could take the reins a little bit as well because I feel like I'm, for my whole life, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the driving seat and mm. it's, sometimes it's nice to be a bit of a passenger. Yeah. So it's kind of, again, dealing with the, the sort of want for that life but also knowing that actually, you know what, like, it's okay, you know. It's empowering to to realize that everything I do, I have to own. I am responsible 100% for everything I say, everything I do, everything I write, everything I create. Yeah. And again, use that as a positive empowering, not oh, yeah, a definitely. sort of I mean, lonely, woe oh, yeah. me. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can put yourself in a lonely state of mind, can't you? Um, you know, and, and I think I speak to a lot of people that find it with regards to relationships a lot of people find it hard to be on their own mm. so i love it you know and i'm on my own this isn't an engagement ring it's just a ring yeah but um i love it it's just yeah yeah i, I mean i love being i love i love being sociable mm. love being sociable chat, chat for england of course i love it but i also love being on my own I love being with my crystals. I love reading my book. I love having a bath. I love just watching a movie. Yeah. Like I love me time. Yeah. And I think that again is that it, what I do a lot of work with my dating clients is that if you can be happy alone. Yeah. You are absolutely winning because when a guy come or a girl comes into your life, you know that you like them for them not because you don't like yourself. Absolutely. And that's like so fundamentally important. So yeah, if you you know, if you can't sit by yourself or take yourself to the movies or cook a dinner for yourself and just be with yourself. There's times when it's just me and my dog all weekend mm. and I won't speak to another human being. Yeah. And I'm not mad at that. No. I'm happy about it. Like crack on. Yeah. But then there's obviously other times where I'm like like now where it's like I just want to talk. Yeah. But you feel you should people should feel content and happy with themselves. That's what it comes down to, isn't it? I think we're so I mean, people I speak to anyway, so hard on themselves. Mm. It's life as well, I think. And again, going back to the social media side of it, you know, the the perception that people's lives are perfect, the perception that everyone who people don't filter their pictures because they've got this tiny little skinny waist and this beautiful thick booty and and it's just all crap you know it really is it's like yeah. uh, i i follow i make i might again my instagram is my favorite medium i make sure i follow 
only accounts that inspire me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Only. If I if I have and I've had it before, you know, a lot of people and I know Love Island gets a lot of stick and I love the Love Island people and I love it and it's great, but if I follow somebody from Love Island or I follow a young girl from Towie and it's her in a bikini looking perfect every single grid post every single thing they do and it makes me feel a certain type of way about myself i immediately unfollow yeah and i'm you know and i i I, if i see them at an event or if i see them out it's not personal no it's not you it's me yeah i i need to not wake up and see this perfect vision of your beautiful body and then feel crap about myself because i had a cheeseburger for dinner yeah I need to follow people that inspire me, that tell me everything's going to be okay. and You're going to feel empowered. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then, what, any ideas on the sex of the baby? I mean, it's 50-50, hun. I'm more, I'm more boy. Oh, my God. You're like the fourth person that said that in a row. <laughs> I am thinking more boy, but oh. do you know what? You are literally the fourth person that said it in a row. Am I? Yeah. And I was saying this morning to my friend, my birthing partner, Annie, she's going to be in the room helping me deliver this human. Oh, scary. Um, When I first got pregnant, or when I first found out I was pregnant, I was determined it was a girl. Like, in, I was like, in my core, I know it's a girl. Right. Literally, the last, I've had the envelope now. I had my scan last Wednesday, so I've had the envelope now for what six days. And you've In not those, opened it yet. No, apps, and I haven't even had the urge to open it. Oh wow! I haven't because it it means it's real. Yeah. But also, and I tell you why. This is how I know that I think it's a boy because I haven't had the urge to open it, and I obviously I want a happy, healthy baby. Of course, that's the main priority. But I think I'm so scared that it's going to say boy. But I haven't had the urge to open it. So I literally was like, give it, gave it to my Saffron, my PR lady, helps me with everything. And was like, get out of the house. And I haven't been bothered. But the last few days, my, my gut is like, it's a boy. I'll be shocked if it's a girl. You'll be shocked. I tell you, you'll be able to hear me. I'll be like, I've won the blinking lottery. Because I do, I know it sounds terrible and everybody's different and everyone, you know, having a baby is a blessing and of course all of those things. But I don't know, there was just, it, do you know what it is? My niece has ruined it for me. My niece is eight. She is the most perfect human being that there possibly could be on this planet. I, I have never loved anyone like I love my niece. Like she is literally perfection in everything she does. And I want that. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not going to get that. I don't think I'm going to get a boy that's loud and muddy and messy. And I have to deal with willy things that I'm scared <laughs> of. There's a lot of stuff I don't know about. He'll be absolutely fine. I mean, honestly, I'm going to have to like do some research because there's a lot. Like women's problems, I know. I understand women's problems. I've been through them. Men's stuff, I really don't know. I have no clue. There's a lot of stuff that happens to you guys that I really don't know. So I'm really going to have to like try and like squat up because obviously I want to, I would like to create a non misogynistic, wonderful human being that's of value to society. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you do that by trying to understand 
guy stuff because it's very different. Guys and girls, there's no. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, you know, we, we. I know we're very PC in this world, but they're they're two completely different emotions. They're two different people. They handle things very differently. They think very very differently, and so it's just going to have to get my head around the fact that it's going to be it's going to be harder because I'm literally starting from scratch. And I have to deal with a willy. That is the strangest thing. The strangest feeling to me is that there is a little penis inside of me right now growing. <laughs> it icks me out. It, really, it does make me feel ick. But yeah, you're the fourth person in a row. So consensus it is, guys. A boy, and by the time you're hearing this, will know. And you'll have seen my reaction. And hopefully, I'll, if it is a boy, I'll have got used to it. Well, thank you so much, honestly. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So, Chris, remind everybody of all of your socials and where to find you. Thank you. So, Facebook, uh, Chris Riley Psychic Medium, and Instagram is Chris Riley Psychic. It's been such a pleasure. And it's just really interesting to, like, talk about stuff and find out more about stuff because I think people should be more open-minded to the world that you're in mm -hmm. because it's very comforting, actually. And it is... If you're, if you're feeling a bit lost... Speaking to someone like you can just give you a clarity that sometimes like you, you need. You need a little nudge. Absolutely. I mean, I've got clients that have seen me since I was 15. Wow. She's now 10 years, you know. So you're I don't know where the right. time's gone. I know. Yeah. Well, well, another 10 years, come back and we'll chat some more and hopefully, well, next time I won't be pregnant so we can have a glass of bucks face. <laughs> Well, wasn't that enlightening? I mean, I know I probably sound completely crazy, but I was so scared, like literally petrified. It was the day of the gender reveal. So thank you, Chris. Um, you really did help put my mind at ease, even though, you know, it wasn't what I was expecting. It's what I got. And 25 weeks now, when was my gender reveal? What, what week was that? 20? So I've had five weeks. And now, honestly, guys, I wouldn't change it. I'm very excited to have a little boy. I'm excited about boys' names and boys' clothes and all boys' stuff. So thank you, Chris. One subject that is getting a lot of press is vaccinations. And before you all switch off and start trolling me, just bear with. Um, I... I have to do a lot more research on child vaccinations moving forward it's not something i've really looked at yet so i don't know where we are in terms of what vaccinations are available there's a lot of anti-vaxxers out there i know but that's something we'll save for a later episode when i can get more research about it but the vaccinations that i've been offered are the flu vaccination and the whooping cough is it whooping cough or whooping cough? I'm out of breath. Oh my God, sorry, darling. <laughs> There's another symptom actually of pregnancy is that I'm literally sitting here just absolutely chilled in my comfies, obs, and I'm just talking and I'm totally out of breath. There is not much room for air capacity at the moment, so I apologise. But I'm not sure whether it's whooping or whooping, so let's call it whooping. Oh, God, I, I'm going to cringe at myself if that's wrong. Anyway, we'll call it whooping. And, you know, if I get it wrong, soz. Flu vaccination. They recommend you should have a flu vaccination now because if I catch the flu, then it can be 
I don't know if they use the word dangerous, but it can be affecting to you and the babies. It can be quite dangerous. I have a little issue with the flu jab, and I think I'm not going to have the flu jab. I think I've decided. Mainly because, and again, just bear with me, I feel good. (laughs) I feel okay. Bar all the pregnancy symptoms within myself, I feel great. I feel like my, you know, I've got strong antibodies and I'm being extra careful in terms of washing my hands and keeping myself clean and my environment clean and all that sort of stuff. I know people that have the flu jab that aren't pregnant and by God, they moan about how poorly it makes them. And it's something that apparently does or can make you really sick. And I don't want to be sick again. (laughs) I honestly have just started feeling better in terms of sickness. I've just started feeling better within myself. And the thought of giving myself a vaccination that is going to make me poorly again, it scares the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, it's quite triggering. It was I was that poorly that it feels very triggering to the thought that I could do something to myself that I don't necessarily need, but is going to make me really poorly. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Did you have the flu vaccination? Did you feel poorly? When it comes to vaccinations, my first instinct is always, hell's no. And and that's just an instinct. It's a knee-jerk reaction. But I always start from no, and then I do research and then decide to change my mind, which so far I have changed my mind each time. I feel like me doing the research and then coming to the decision that the vaccination is the right thing makes me feel good about myself, whether that's a ridiculous notion or a sensible notion. That's how I feel. So I didn't know anything about the whooping cough. And my midwife just said quite clearly the hospital that I'm going to give birth in has recently had three outbreaks of whooping cough and I don't even know what whooping cough was I was like but that just sounds dodgy and it is really serious and apparently if you contract whooping cough it's got like a three-month span so my friend who had three babies each got the vaccination for whooping cough but I don't think she got it I think she got it when they were born and it was a contaminated batch of vaccinations and so it didn't work so all three of her children got whooping cough and all three of them were in the hospital for three months each and she said it was horrific it is it is sickness it is obviously coughing it's heartbreaking to watch your child be so unbelievably poorly for three solid months nothing you can do to make it go quicker you just have to be in hospital and be there so yeah I was like okay well that sounds like a vaccination that I probably should have so as it stands right now it's a no to the flu jab and a yes to the whooping cough vaccination However, we are kind of recording this live as I go along. So if I do change my mind, I'll let you know. And if you think I should change my mind, let me know. Um, But most importantly, don't judge. Just let me know why. 
because it's all about information sharing, my darlings. We are here. We are a community. We are here to give support and advice and love and comfort. No judgment. So please be kind to me, even if you think I'm making a terrible mistake. But also feel free to let me know because I read your messages. I read your comments. Go on my Instagram. Let me know what you think darlings thank you for listening to the clueless mum podcast please let me know what you think by leaving a review on the apple podcast store and please subscribe because each week i'm getting closer to my due date and i'm scared i need your support